Good morning and welcome to Community Connections with Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I'm just one of your hosts, Sean Boyle. With me is... Ashley Mock. <laughs> welcome. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why did you pause there for a minute? Were you not sure that I introduced I, you? I don't... <laughs> like, I wasn't sure who me? I am today. Yeah. I don't... I, any of those. <laughs> you took a long enough pause. I was just like, is my microphone off? Maybe she didn't hear me. All right. But anyway, folks, we we're going to get back on track. Welcome to the show. It's all about connecting you, the listener, to resources and things that are available for children and families in our great community we call St. Lucie County. Now, we at the Children's Services Council, not radio show professionals, and clearly, sometimes I don't even pay attention when we're recording. But what we do at the Children's Services Council is five things for our community. And those five things are, one, making sure every baby's a healthy baby. Two, stopping child abuse before it happens. I was thinking about throwing it to you, actually, but I'm not sure you're paying attention. <laughs> Three, keeping kids off the streets. Four, keeping them in school. And five, keeping them off drugs, alcohol, and other risk behaviors. And we do that by having programs and developing systems of care, that are, uh, and which include programs that are available to all families in St. Lucie County. You have the giggles today. I don't know what's wrong with you. Come on. You know, I, I threw you the introduction, and you, like, I literally like was like, oh my gosh, is my microphone off? You are you are in another world there for a second. Listen, we have we've shared this before, but we record this show before Sunday because surprise, it's hard to get people to come in on Sunday. The big but reveal. We've had a very busy week already, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> I feel like we've done we've done a lot of talking to people, and you know. I'm sorry. I'm I'm here. I'm here. You're like it's Tuesday, Sean. I can only pay attention on Mondays when we're recording. The I, show. I'm here. I promise. I'm, right. I'm, I'm kidding. Anyway, so Sean did talk about the priority areas that we work in to make sure that there are programs and resources available for children and families in our community. And obviously, this show is a very entertaining way to learn about them. Um, But you can also get a lot of information about our programs on our website at cscslc.org, along with contact information for each and every one of our programs. I do just want to make a special point. We talk a lot on this radio show about our family guide that we print, that's basically a printed version of our program directory. Um, we're in the process of updating those because we, this month, September, is the end of our fiscal year. We start our new fiscal year, October 1st, and we have a couple of new programs, which is very exciting for us in our in our CSC world. Um, but there's some new programs that got added, so we will have a new version of the Family Guide available. We actually, this week, got some requests for Family Guides that go into our Community Engagement Coordinator. So if you have a place of business or your church family or anywhere that you could distribute Family Guides or have them available, please get in touch with us and let us know. We'll make sure that when those new copies come in, you get some um, of the most up-to-date versions so that we can get those out in the community. I'll also just put out there, because um, I was listening, because I was paying attention because it's our radio show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm going to do this all show long. Um, another great way to stay informed, not only of the programs, but kind of things that are going on in the community is our, our Facebook page or, you know, back in the day, the Book of Face. Um, <laughs> so if you are on Facebook, and let's face it, you probably are, 
um, unless you're young and you're like Facebook, that's where people that's actually Sean's age. <laughs> um, uh, if you look up uh, Children's Services Council, St. Lucie County, and follow us, we we post on there almost every day and a lot of cool stuff that's going on. And one thing that's cool that we've been post not cool, I shouldn't say cool, that's not the right word. One thing that's happening with the Children's Services Council, uh, and we've been mentioning it the last couple of weeks or so, is our longtime director of programming, Mr. Dwyer, Mr. Jim Dwyer, or people come. I'm not really sure when the switch happened to calling them Jim to Mr. Jim. It was Jeannie. Some... I think it was Jeannie. Jeannie. Okay. Um, but he is re- he's retiring, I believe, actually today while we're recording yeah. is officially his last day. He was going to retire earlier, but he still had some stuff he had to finish out. Um, so... But today is his last day. And, you know, I kind of been wondering why I've been feeling a little off lately. I think it's because this day's coming. Yeah, it's a, you know, we joke a lot in the office that once people start working here, we don't let them go. <laughs> You're not allowed to leave. Um, so this is the first, I think, person leaving that we've had go in a long time. Um, and so it is, you know, we're very close here. We're a small office, so it's kind of like family. And so it's kind of like a member of our family is leaving and it's sad. Yeah. And, you know, we're happy for him, obviously, because he's retiring in good health. And trust me, um, I've had a conversation with his wife. We went out to dinner, uh, (laughs) a little while ago. She's got plans for him. Trust me. His grandkids will also keep him very busy. So she's been wanting him to retire for a while now. Yeah, so all the best to Mr. Jim. We know that his uh that loss will be felt through our our team and through our programs for for a bit. For so sure. related to that, on the flip side of that, uh 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 a door closes, a door opens. So uh while Jim will no longer be our director of programming, Tanya uh from our office has been promoted. She will be our new director of programming and I know she's excited and um Anyone who's worked with us knows Tanya, and she's oftentimes behind the scenes making all this stuff come together. So excited for that opportunity for her and for what she's going to bring in her new role at the Children's Services Council. Yes, and I I will say, too, if you follow us on Facebook, get used to seeing more of her because we're going to make that happen. Yeah, actually... When we get done with this radio show, I'm going to go take your picture for that exact reason. Good. So, okay. So uh, we have a great guest. Real quick, I just and, and I know we try to keep this short, but we kind of reminisced about Jim there for a second. Uh, I want to remind everybody a couple things. One, um, we have an event on September 29th at uh, it's in partnership with the Chamber of Commerce. You can go to our website. And soon to be, we'll be posting it on Facebook uh, and you can register on there. It's $25. It's a luncheon. We are going to kind of go over some high level childhood indicators, the accomplishment of some of our programs. And then we're going to give out some awards, both to individuals and businesses. So it's, it's very, uh, very exciting time for us. It's the Catherine Basile champion for children awards that we're going to be giving out. So again, it's September 29th at 1130 AM. Uh, it's at the Indian River State College, St. Lucie West Campus. We hope to see you there. Yes, all mm-hmm. info on our website. And lastly, and maybe this could be a Facebook post, I'm just going to throw out there, I know exactly how many kids our program served in the summer, and I know exactly where they came from. Because Very our, cool our what you have in, done here. <laughs> our new information system uh, that we've talked about broadly, and it's 
ate up a lot of our time here in this last year, <laughs> but we were able to uh, map where the kids come from in programs and and get the exact total. So, uh, I mean, we've always been able to get the exact total, but I can tell you that almost 2,500 kids were in a safe learning and fun environment in the summer because of your Children's Services Council. So uh, maybe at some point we'll show that, but I promise you, if you come on September 29th, you'll get to see that map. That's right. There's some enticement for you. All right. I've talked way too long, longer than we told our guests we would talk. So let's let them in. That's okay. So we have a great guest with us today. Um, One of, I think, the more uh, fun, I'm going to say fun, programs that we work with that kind of gets out in the community um, and gets to engage a lot. Sean likes to issue challenges on this radio show. If you're a longtime listener, you know that. So buckle up. Because oh. there's challenges coming. Well, we have a challenge already for our guests because you just said they're one of the more fun programs. So I expect this to be a fun interview. <laughs> well, I, 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 yeah, I think we can check that box. I'm not worried about that. Um, no, we do have Samantha and Rebecca with us today from Big Brothers Big Sisters of St. Lucie, importantly, but some other counties too that we don't <laughs> have to mention. Um, but, but you guys do, I feel like you do have a fun job. You do get to have a lot of fun um, and you have a really cool opportunity to work with kids in our community um, and to kind of engage some people to help you with that. So that that is my opening for you. <laughs> um, so Samantha, why don't you talk a little bit about, because there's some nuances to the programs and how they work. So kind of give us a little intro um, to what the programs are that you guys work with. um, And then we'll talk some specifics about how people can get involved. Sure, sure. So Big Brothers, Big Sisters in like the whole big umbrella, our local agency here has three different programs. So um, we have our typical what you think of when you think of Big Brothers, Big Sisters, you're big and you're little. And that is when they're out in the community going golfing, bowling, uh, you know, all the fun activities that you do, um, kind of building a relationship, mentorship with a student in our community. That is called our community mentoring. And that is once a month for four hours, um, whether that be like one Saturday evening, afternoon or, you know, one evening twice a week or something like that, you know, kind of just depends on like what activities you do. You may go to a ballet or a theater performance. I don't know. Um, maybe doing some sports games with your little or whatever, but basically you're just building a relationship with that student, um, kind of filling a void for a caring adult in their life that they may have missing. But um, our second program that we have is our school-based mentoring, which is kind of the same thing, but instead of out in the community, you are assigned at at a school site and you have typically one student that you work with one hour once a week um, and in that setting you may be working in the lunchroom the media center or somewhere on the school campus and you're just going to meet with your student and work on reading skills and um, homework help maybe kind of just talk about how their day is going kind of how school's going and kind of be that mentor um, more so a little bit education focused rather than that mentorship focus um, out in the community that doesn't have as much educational influence. And then last but not least, definitely not least, because Rebecca and I are the supervisors of our last program, uh, we have our BBS Reads program, which is a little bit more in depth than the other two programs. And we have 
Um, BBS Reads members who serve in the schools in the Tri-County area, St. Lucie, most important, of course. Um, <laughs> we have uh, members who serve 20 to 25 hours a week in the schools, and we are a reading tutoring program. So our focus mainly is on the reading educational, and then the other two programs are kind of on that mentorship kind of relationship. But our focus is on struggling readers who are, you know, a grade level or two behind and kindergarten through third grade and our members go in and do everything literacy related so whether they are um, fluency reading comprehension high frequency words whatever these students need help on our members are trained level two background checked uh, they get in the schools and basically become part of the school family and help the, the students. They have caseloads of about 10 to 12 students, sometimes even up to 15. So um, this is basically like a part-time job for them uh, that they are in the schools helping out. And it is, it is a cool opportunity, I think, for somebody. You know, a lot of times I know your members come from all walks of life, some college students, some retired individuals, kind of everything in between. Um, so talk a little bit specifically to that program about what's required of them. So what, what kind of people would be the best fit for that? And what do you ask of them? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take this one. So, um, yeah, basically the requirement uh, other than 18 years of age or older um, is a heart to serve and a willingness to serve kids and a love for reading. Um, and it, you know, there is the time requirement, so availability 20 to 25 hours a week. Um, but honestly, it's really just a heart to serve. We try and um, teach you anything and everything we feel like you would need to know um, when going into the schools um, from, you know, like literacy training to even school safety training. Um, so anything and everything that we feel would be beneficial to our members and um, add a little tool in their tool belt, um, we feel like. Uh, we try and provide that at the beginning. And um, yeah, so if we have, like you said, so many people from all walks of life. We have um, the college students, we have retired um, members, we have just people who just love to serve and want to just get be joyful while they're serving and they just love to work with the kids. And you don't have to have an education no. background either because we have retired HVAC technicians. We have retired nurses. We have retired, uh, oh, what am I thinking of? Um, what was, oh, we have retired everywhere. Uh, <laughs> anything, as long as you have a heart to serve, you are more than welcome to come to our program and work with, and you have to love kids because yeah. kids are obviously a big part of our program. And sometimes we know kids can be yucky and <laughs> gross. So just know that you are going to work with kids and you might get sick, but that's okay. You're going to get, you're going to build up your immune system and it's going to be a-okay. <laughs> so, so I, oh, sorry, Sean, go ahead. No, go ahead, Ashley. Well, I was going to say, I know you talked a lot about the support that you provide at the beginning, but you guys also don't like throw them out and say, okay, have a great school year. <laughs> like, good luck to you. Um, because I know that both of you are there along the way offering support, you know, kind of filling in if there's any situations with a particular student. So it's not like they just get left on their own. Um, there's support all along the way. Um, and, you know, I think that's important for people to understand that they're just not like, 
okay. (laughs) Yeah, no. So we do, we at least see every member twice a month. So once a month we have everybody come to us and we do what we call our member meetings where we might have a training, we might have peer sharing, we might have round tables, uh, anything and everything, like Rebecca said, that's going to be in my head now, anything and everything. <laughs> um, but all, all things uh, literacy-related trainings, if we hear, you know, members are struggling with comprehension or they've got a, you know, if we hear multiple members say, you know, something's really struggling, like a lot of the times when it was FSA testing, we had a lot of members like concerned with their students doing FSA testing. So at our member meeting that month, we then brought test strategies to then help our members so they can help their students. So yes, you're not going to be just thrown out to the wolves and saying, okay, goodbye, good luck. Um, Rebecca and I, our main jobs are to support this BBBS Reads program. So we are there. Um, And then once a month also, we come to you in what we call rounds. So we visit every school every month and we just go in, check in with the schools, check in with our members, watch a session or two, make sure that the members have what they need. We always say, hey, we're here, you know, to support you because most of the time members are like, oh, I don't want to bother you. And I'm like, but my job is for you to bother me because um, I'm supposed to support you. So, yes, you're not going to be thrown to the wolves. We are here. We are 100 percent dedicated to this program. So whatever you need, we are here to support you, yeah. whether it's a student, whether it's um, you're missing something or, you know, the student's really struggling with this and you just can't break through to that student and you need some help. We are more than happy to come watch a session and help you out. So I have a, a couple of observations. Uh, first of all, because this isn't video anymore, nobody can see what we're seeing. However, I will just tell you, Rebecca, don't lean in too close because I'm worried that Sam's going to hit you in the face. And I trust me, I talk with my hands as well. I've I've smacked Ashley a few times in the radio program in the radio station. So one, that's observation number one, which makes you guys fun, obviously. Two, you're, you're asking for, or I'm assuming you need more volunteers. Would that be safe to say? Absolutely, always. All right. So let's talk about you know you know normally when people think oh I'm going to volunteer for something they're like oh yeah you know an hour a week or you know whatever but you're asking for twenty to twenty five hours so. Um, I know the answer to this, but I just want to make sure our listeners know that there is an incentive. Uh, obviously, you know, you're going to, you know, just give them a block box of Kleenex and say, good luck. You're going to get sick with your kids. You provide them the support, <laughs> the education, you train them so that they feel confident. And obviously as a volunteer working with kids, you're going to get that reward of that interaction with the kids. And you're focusing a lot, obviously on reading skills, but there is another incentive for volunteers to participate, right? Absolutely, yes. So we are an AmeriCorps program as well. So not only do we partner with CSC, but we also partner with AmeriCorps. And so in that, that means that we um, are able to provide stipends for our members, which is uh, just a small stipend, not a livable wage or anything, but it is a nice incentive to come and volunteer with us. Um, but members receive a stipend of um, 8000 8251 $8,251 uh, for their service with us. Um, so it's just a little bit of um, pocket pocket change for you for your compensation for your time. Um, and then some of our pro or some of our positions rather, I'm sorry, um, also qualify for an additional education award at the end of their term of service. So if they are um, happy with our program and they continue throughout the year, they complete their service contract that they've signed with us. 
they qualify for that additional education award. This year, that education award is $3,200. So in addition to their $8,251, they can then earn $3,200 for education. So that money goes into a trust, which they can then um, save and use it for up to seven years. I believe it is seven or ten, seven, seven. Um, but yeah. And that, correct me if I'm wrong, but that is transferable too. So for some of your retired individuals who education may not be at the top of their mind anymore, they could pass that on to a family member um, to use. Absolutely. As long as they're over 55, the uh, education award is transferable. Um, They can transfer it to a kid, grandkid, um, son-in-law, daughter-in-law. We just had a member who wasn't going to use hers transfer it to her son-in-law, and he was able to pay off all of his student loans. So I'm like, I wish I had uh, somebody (laughs) to give me that so I could pay off my student loans, but here I am, you know, so still paying on mine. But uh, we do... um, have quite a few members who transfer their awards to their grandkids. We had one member who served four years. So you can serve up to four years with us and um, get that education award. Of course, you can then continue to serve. You just won't qualify for the education award. Uh, But we had one member who served four years with us and gave it to each one of her grandkids. And then she was like, okay, that's it. I'm really retired now. I'm no longer going to be in this program. So, um, yes, it is awesome. And then even also it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, education um, in the sense that everybody thinks of education like it could be somebody who wanted to take a computer class you know and up their skills at IRSC or maybe they wanted to take a photography class and they just wanted to take an elective they could also use that as um, payment for those classes and courses as well that's very cool so obviously you're you're wanting to recruit individuals that just want to do it to help the community and help kids and then there's kind of like the added bonus by oh by the way you get you get a little pocket change with this because like you said, it's not necessarily a livable wage, but if, you know, you know, you're retired or you're a student or maybe you're a part-time student and, you know, you want some time, uh, you know, what a great way to give back to the community. I- I'm curious for those, because actually I already said we're going to ask people to call you because we know that you need more volunteers, uh, superheroes in the community, if you will. And what, what don't you guys have like a, a saying like defenders of something? Defenders of potential. Yeah, yeah defenders of potential. That's, you know. Uh, Marvel Universe thing there or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> I'm uh, very impressed too, Sean. <laughs> what's that? I'm, I'm impressed too. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember? I remember the shirts and everything. So, um, so, so they work. Right. Okay. So we know that the sleeves work because, yeah, yeah. yeah it was exactly. the potential. Yeah. It was the Facebook post. I'm not going to lie. I saw that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, for those of those that are, you know, maybe you have, you know, maybe they thought about volunteering, maybe they're retired. Oh, we just talked about Jim, by the way, in our office retiring. I'm just telling you, you may throw him an application. Um, but hey, uh, I, I shared that post yesterday and I said, she hey, Jim, if you get bored, you could come be a part of our team, either for our REITs member or be a big. We would love to have you. So I I, I promise you I'll eventually get back on topic. So uh, <laughs> I attended the St. Lucie County update and Howard Tipton, our county administrator, was talking. He was talking about the population of St. Lucie County and the growing pop, the gro- fastest growing part of our population, because, you know, St. Lucie County is growing, right, mm-hmm. is 60 and older. 
And so, you know, we are still very much, you know, obviously some people just age to be 60 and older, uh, but but some people move here because it's still, you know, not, I, won't, I won't say it's a retirement community because I don't believe it's a retirement community. Um, but we do have a lot of retirees that either become retired and stay here and or move here. And, you know, a way, you know, and I know this from my own experience with my own parents, a way to, you know, maintain your health and, you know, all your mental capacity functionalities or capabilities is to stay active, right? I mean, Ashley's mom's retired and she may be the busiest person I know. Um, <laughs> and, and this is a great way to do that. So if you come here and you retire and you're like, you know, you can, there's only so much sun and beach that you can take. Uh, why not be, think about becoming a mentor? And the bonus is you get a little money and or a little set aside for your grandchildren or even your children. That's phenomenal. So there's a long way to say, what is a typical day for a volunteer? So. It depends on what program you're with, but if we're specifically talking about Big Brothers Big Sisters Reads, uh, which is the program we supervise, then your typical day looks like, let's say, um, 8.30, 9 o'clock, depending on what school you go to. Everybody has a little bit of different start times, but going to the school, you're going to see a student for 30 minutes, and then you're basically just going to go quick and change students in and out. Um, so you're going to see students for 30 minutes. You're going to take that student back to class, pick up another student, take that student for 30 minutes, pick up another student. Um, and then you're just going to go back and forth with that for a little bit. Um, you're going to have lesson plans in between. So you may have like a 15 minute break, a 30 minute break, depending on like when the schools will allow us to pull students um, based on their master schedules. But you'll have some time to do lesson planning. You'll work um, with the teachers alongside, we have site supervisors who are employees of the schools who are like our liaisons, and they work with us um, getting us test scores, assessment scores, anything like that, so we know where the students need the help. Um, so they'll work in close relationship with those partners at the school, and then they'll go home at the end of the day. So some of our schools have... Um, different schedules. So most of our members work a Monday through Thursday. And then so they have a Friday or three day weekend with that Friday off. Uh, some of our other members, they may work three days a week and do full days from 830 to 430 and have Tuesday, Thursday and Friday off or not Friday, Tuesday and Thursday off. Sorry. It really just depends. Um, it's very flexible. We are flexible. That's one of our things that we always say in our interviews with people is uh, we're flexible. Um, as long as you're communicative with us and let us know what's going on, what your schedule is, then most of the time we have a school that will fit their needs. And what do they do during the summer when school's out? Summer school. So oh, okay. we work with the summer school sites. Um, typically, well, previous years, before the last two years, we did uh, when they did the different summer school for third grade readings. But then the last two years, we've been working at our original schools, or not original schools, but our schools that were at during the school year, because they've all hosted summer school. So they've had um, first through first, I mean, kindergarten through third grade, and we've kind of worked with the schools with their STEAM camps and um, literacy language learning um Anything else. So we're still we're still going over summer. We're uh, 12 months a year. They get two weeks in August. The first two weeks of August are kind of like our break period. So our contracts run through August 15th through the following July on July 31st. And then those first two weeks of August is kind of like their annual break and our break from between service years to then close out one year and open the next. <laughs> 
So well, we got. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just say we got about three minutes left because I forgot to tell everybody when there was five minutes left. We got about three minutes left, and and before we go too much further, um, can you just if somebody's interested now, somebody's like, you know what, Sean, Ashley, Samantha, Rebecca, stop talking. I'm in. I'm sold. What's the number? How do they how do they start this process? Who do they got to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Good one. Well done. <laughs> They need to call our office, which the number is 772-466-8535. And again, that number is 772-466-8535. Or they can email us at info at bbbsbigs.org. Or they can catch us on Facebook, social media, message us direct message us anything we are we are your girls we will yeah instagram we are all the places all the places wherever you are tiktok not tiktok (laughs) we should do good good we can do a tiktok i can have a literacy tiktok i will say just for anybody that ventures to your facebook page to check it out you guys do share from time to time some really cute member stories about your whether it's the community-based program or school-based program or bbbs reads there's some really good stories feel good stuff on facebook right we need more of that um about the impact that your members are having on these kids and i think it's important to note too that you know, we're talking about reading mentoring, but like this is really life-changing for some of these kids who are struggling and just need somebody to come alongside them. The teachers do not have enough time to provide individual attention to the kids in their classroom. And so this is really kind of a, a unique opportunity for them to get to the, get the support that they need, build a relationship with somebody that becomes meaningful to them, and also advance their skills so that they can catch up to their peers or advance to the next grade level or anything like that. So it's, it's really a cool opportunity for someone to be able to be involved in that um, you know, that that's not afforded to a lot of people. I, I think you're right. I think actually, I think we should have Sam and, and Rebecca back on. And we obviously wouldn't talk about recruitment, but to really to talk, cause we didn't really get into it, the importance of yeah. reading, particularly at the early age and why that's so important. Um, all right, that's Rebecca, quiz time. Show. How long have you been with big brothers, big sisters? Um, six, five, five, all right, so Rebecca is going to tell everybody the phone number, the contact <laughs> to become a volunteer. 772-466-8535. So that is the number to call a volunteer. Or if you hear a weird noise in your attic and you think it might be a ghost, also call 772-466-8535. All right. Thank you both so much for coming on. Uh, I think it's safe to say they were fun, right? Yeah, I, I really you. wish we had the video because I, you know, <laughs> Sam, you and I could never sit next to each other and do a radio show. We would be black and blue from bruises hitting each other. Aggressive hand movement. Yeah, I'm I know. My hand right I was now. actually standing up talking like I normally go back and forth pacing too. So uh, I do that too. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, we want to thank you so much again. Thank you, Sam and Rebecca and call big brothers, big sisters. It's a great way to give back to the community. We talked about one way that you can give back. They have two other ways, but a great way to find out all about it is simply to call them because they're great people and a great organization. Again, 
four six six eight five three five. Did I say the seven seven two part right? Okay. You did. <laughs> yes. Next uh, we're gonna we'll, call Jenny. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Don't confuse people. Don't confuse people. <laughs> sorry, that's, sorry. that's the second show. All right. Well done, though. Uh, all right, folks. Thank you for tuning in and listening. A reminder that it's a weekly radio show every Sunday on 104.5 The Flame at 10 a.m. If you happen to miss that show, don't fear. Don't panic. Just download the podcast version. Just go to your favorite podcast app, including Apple, and just look up Community Connections with Children's Services Council. And through magic and the internet and the interwebs, it'll be right there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. A reminder that it's our children, our community our future. Now more than ever, folks, we're all in this together. We'll see you next time.